The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max as it's getting closer and closer everybody. We are a week away from E3, a week and a half away and the leaks just keep coming as has been the case for the last few years or so. Stuff just gets leaked or people just announce them. Previous, uh, previous to E3 because they have so much stuff that they want to get out there and they don't want, they won't only want certain things to be in your mind. I mean, I think it's smart, it's smart marketing to have certain things uh, be in your mind and not others. Uh, probably a very good reason why the, why the uh, Pokemon, all that stuff got basically thrown out there now because they have other things that they want you to be talking about when uh, E3 happens. But we'll get into that. Uh, of course, along with me here is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. He's feeling a little bit under the weather, so excuse him uh, if yeah. you hear some sniffles and stuff. Yeah. And this is episode 187 of the show, and of course, uh, this is the official video games podcast at WTNet.com, and we are in partnership with Last Word on Life and 41Mania.com as well. And yeah, I mean, there is so much to talk about here that I'm just going to start somewhere, and oh well, I'll just get this out of the way because it's not, um, it's been a couple of days into the PlayStation 1's technically not out until tomorrow, but the Xbox stuff is. Uh, PlayStation Plus actually gets really good game in XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion as well for PS4. You get uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which is a pretty decent one for PS3. Zombie Driver HD, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, Atomic Ninjas is okay on Vita. Zom- what? Zom- Zombie Driver is like a top-down game, I think. Like You drive around trying to kill zombies. So kind of like the old school, like... I think it is. I'm not quite yeah. sure. I, that's what I remember, but there's so many, too many damn zombie games as it is. Yeah. Uh, Xbox has Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, so I think that that makes it to where all three of them have been available for free uh, at this point. Uh, Smite Gold Edition, which... Is a free-to-play goddamn free. game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just... Like uh, I saw, I saw like the ad says like oh it's a hundred dollar value and I'm like well the game doesn't cost a hundred dollars so yeah. clearly lying. <laughs> I guess the DLC or extra content or whatever it is is included in there. Yeah. Uh, two decent ones. Sonic All Stars Racing is out right now for your 360. If you also just want to download it for two seconds, you can then put in your Xbox One, which I did, and Lego Indiana Jones 2. 
is at the other part of the month. So, all right. There is a lot that's come out just in the last couple of days. We were going to try to record this on Saturday, but my sleeping did not help anything. So uh, we're doing this uh, right now on a Monday uh, morning instead, and a few things have already been leaked or speculated on uh, since then, uh, including Fortnite getting quite a bit of leakage from a Korean ratings board and from 4chan and other places of it's coming to switch. So if they can get the battle Royale version of Fortnite, I don't know if the actual regular version of Fortnite's coming, but if they can at least get the battle Royale version on switch, that is huge because that game is making a lot of waves. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, I think, uh, I had a friend that was at a, a convention in Austin and says that so many people were talking about that game. In fact, there's a story that normally I would have waited to talk about it, but it's conjunction with Fortnite, so we'll talk about it here. Uh, in that PUBG is suing Fortnite. Yep. Uh, That'll end well. You know, <laughs> PUBG, you could have done it when the whole thing first happened. And you might have had a better shot, but now it's just going to seem a lot like, hey, they got popular. Hey, they're outdoing us. Now we're going to do something. And, like, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few speculations like, oh, like, you really can't copyright, like, a single game concept, especially, you know, a game concept that is kind of copying a book. <laughs> right. And movies and stuff. But I would think, like, at least morally, or, you know, like, of course, Pub, like, Fortnite copied PUBG. Like, no shit. <laughs> that, that's not a surprise at all. Like, who, care, who cared about Fortnite before their Battle Royale mode? Oh, yeah, definitely. Nobody did. Yeah. I mean, if people actually play the building thing, it's because they played Battle Royale and they said, oh, let me try this out. Yeah, and then they go back to Battle Royale. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there are people that like that. Um, yeah, but 10 doesn't go against two, four million or whatever the hell Fortnite has going for it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree with you. It's just totally you're right, and that's the whole point of this is PUBG has a point in that you could sort of prove that Fortnite had no idea for a battle royale until PUBG was starting to make waves and yeah. started to hit some milestones. And then all of a sudden, Oh, here's a battle royale because whenever PUBG, when it came out, the whole, we talked about it too, was we made a, we made a joke about, well, good job, PUBG. You just gave Fortnite a lot of press. They didn't have before because you're making a big deal about them having a battle royale mode. Right. And look what happens. <laughs> I, like, I just uh, don't think this is going to do anything. It's going to get thrown out. Well, it's curious that they did it in Korean courts, not, you know, in American. Like, you actually wonder if there's, like, a burden of proof that's different there, or... Well, isn't PUBG based in there? Now it is. Because <laughs> I blew hole, like, bottom or whatever, but... Right. I mean, you you might be correct that it could be, but... 
I wonder if, you know, Epic could then go out and say, okay, we're going to do this in the U.S. courts, and which yeah. one takes precedent, you know? Right. I, it's also interesting that a Korean's ratings board is what uh, leaked the uh, Fortnite going to Switch thing, too, uh, as well with that, but... I think again, if this is a huge thing, if Nintendo could get this to to work well on Switch, I think it's another thing that could get people to buy more Switch consoles. Uh, not just Fortnite though. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is coming, which is uh, perhaps the biggest fighting game out there right now. And you also have uh, FIFA 19, uh, Paladins, which is another like one of those uh, Paladins is free to play, right? Yeah, I think it's a MOBA or yeah, yeah. I think I mean Dragon Ball Fighter Z is kind of nice because that's a I don't know about on the Switch, but on the, on the PS4 that's a small game to have have installed. So yeah, you said it was like what like three point six or something. No, it's like, like it's like six gigabytes, yeah. which is I mean that's nothing for you know a modern fighting game. <laughs> well, considering the way Nintendo is great at figuring out how to compress things it'll probably be even less on the switch so yeah will get that to work uh monster at... hunter generations ultimate as well yeah uh i'm really excited for overcooked too uh because my daughter likes playing overcooked with me so i am uh super excited for that that was kind of a you knew that was going to happen with as much as people love talking about overcooked and everything uh that game yeah. was just a matter of time I'm sure that will be in the probably a sizzle reel or something, or when they talk about Nindies at their E3 showcase. Yeah, and I have no idea what Killer Queen Black is, but that's apparently also Sound, a thing. Sounds Japanese to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's just one of the things from the last couple of days. Also. As if uh, we didn't already know a lot about it, Devil May Cry 5 keeps getting more info put on it. This is from a Discord server that uh, they've registered a domain name, Capcom has, uh, for Devil May Cry 5. This has been done before, or this is how we found out about Monster Hunter World, Resident Evil 7. Uh, They've also recently updated the Resident Evil 2 domain name too, so perhaps that might get some more information at E3. I know when we talked about this before, you weren't too keen on the fact that there being a Devil May Cry 5. And I'm still not, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought, like, the... I just thought, like, the DMC game was, like, far better. Like, that's the, my... You know, I know a lot of people were, like, you know, butthurt about how Dante looked, but get over it. <laughs> it, it was a far better game. <laughs> Uh, but you have to. I totally can't blame Capcom for wanting to go back to tried and true. People know Dante. They like Dante. They want to play as him. You know. Also, I don't care about the mythology at all of, you know, uh, like Devil May Cry. Ah. That also might uh, be an issue there too but uh, you know I'll see what I'm gonna hold my 
my tongue on it until we actually see what it looks like and everything. If it actually does get announced, I'm sure they will, but right now, nothing just yet. Before we get into the sort of older stuff, anything on what you've been playing? Uh, just Dragon Crown Pro some. I'm almost done with the review of that, finally. Uh, and Just Cause 3 on PC. Anything on Just Cause 3? Uh, it's kind of a system hog, and it runs pretty badly. <laughs> Ooh. And that's like, on your PC. I couldn't get the fucking, like, for like an hour when I first had it, I couldn't get it to, like, full screen, 1080p, uh, like, play correctly it kept like resizing the window like really weirdly and then i finally got to work and then like i hit one mission and then the game just crashed and i'm like yep damn this this is a worthwhile product i got it for like six bucks so i mean i don't care so you just what played in 720 or something no i finally got to got to work in 1080p like it just randomly worked i'm like thanks like i love it when that happens to with pc gaming Thank you, Square Enix. Yeah, I was getting ready to show a uh, my buddy who had the game also. Like, oh, this is, you know, what, what did you do? Because he has the same game. And then I loaded it up, and then it worked fine. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> right when you're about to go find out, it just works. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a little Witch Academia Chamber of Time, or well, I had been playing it, but twice. I left it on because the game doesn't explain to you how you can save at all. So I'm thinking it has an autosave feature because it's a freaking anime game and it's, you know, the subject matter is a little bit more of the younger audience than, say, you know, Dragon Ball or, or uh, you know, a Sword Art, the Fatal Bullet game. So, no, it doesn't have that. I have no idea how you save in this game, but twice I had the PS4 just decide that it was going to close the app on me, yep. and I turn it back That's on. That's always and, fun. <laughs> oh, got to restart the whole thing again, and the problem is the game is slow. The game is really slow. I mean, the anime is not... The anime is also very slow, <laughs> but, uh, like, I also had to get used to the whole... I watched the whole anime in English, so uh, having to read subtitles again... Uh, and not being used to the voices was a little cumbersome at first, but you get over it. Also, just the the cutscenes look cool and everything, but because uh, Trigger still did those, but the the just the way that they do how they talk is weird. It's just like the the subtitles just show up on screen and they go into this little scene, and I don't know. Uh, the walking around is super freaking slow. It takes forever to get somewhere. The map is sort of not the most intuitive thing either. I mean, like I really like Little Witch Academia as a as a product, but the game doesn't do it any favors. Like, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's like near Automata where you have to get a certain point where you can be able to save maybe that's what it is i just god it takes forever to get somewhere so i mean you can run i pre i like i i appreciate the fan service the the like they really went on out on the characters and they all look like they should and 
they got her like run down and all that kind of stuff. Like all that little things is is nice for people that watch the anime, but it's it's almost like one of her spells went wrong. Like the mechanics of the game that should work fine. When you actually get into like a fighting thing, which it sort of goes into like a side scrolling shoot this these enemies that appear on the screen with the magic stuff which is really weird too because i'm expecting it to be like an rpg and then it just turns into this like side-scrolling action game and i'm just kind of like okay that's interesting because all of a sudden she gets really fast and it's like why can't the rest of the game be like that yeah (laughs) it's uh i also picked up gears of war 4 for like 15 dollars because i forgot i didn't have it um because i have the other games and it's actually i i enjoyed it it took a while to get used to the whole you know these are new characters that i've never seen before um you do get to start with dominic and but you're like one of the random like nobodies and then it, it switches into the new characters and uh, some of them are funny like the the uncle of the girl is named Oscar, and he's sort of like your typical Mexican. <laughs> like he just he has the accent and he just makes like dumb jokes in Spanish it, sometimes. Does he carry around the Taco Bell dog? I mean, <laughs> no, but he he has like a weird like ponytail thing with these uh, almost look like clothespins holding some of the hair. It's it's so dumb. I've only gotten like the first three missions, and it's it's Gears of War, so they didn't do anything wrong there. It's just I can kind of tell how people. I think there wasn't enough. Uh, I think you do play with Marcus a little later. I haven't gotten to that part, but I think that was people's main complaint is that they didn't gel with these characters very well. They'd gotten so used to the other ones that. Well. Yeah. It's the same thing about Devil Bank or DMC. Like, do you think that was kind of the one of the problems? Like, the, that game was. I mean, that game it reviewed okay, right? But that game came out like came and went. Like, no one seemed to care about it. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing I felt like what happened with Gears. It reviewed well. Uh, I think uh, Daniel really liked it when he reviewed it for the site, and then you know it had other. Obviously, you'd expect it's a Microsoft game. They're gonna give it good scores at that point, but. I think whereas um, 343 kind of understood and they had to learn the hard way that people didn't care about Locke. So they're having to go back to the drawing board with, okay, how do we get Master Chief in here? And I think Gears kind of went to the same thing where it's like people weren't ready to embrace these new characters. And I'll be interested to see if they do announce a Gears of War 5 at E3 how they handle this. Do they go back to the old guard or do they keep going on with these new characters? So, uh, well, I think the old guard is mostly dead. So they kind of have to, that's true too. It's like, what do you want them to do? Bring them back from the dead? Like at least master chief keeps finding ways to like stay alive, but it'll be like zombie Dom. Other zombies in the universe for some reason. He's a good one. I mean, not that the locusts looked anything, you know, I mean, they're they're pretty monstrous themselves. So. Uh, well, uh, Avalanche Studios uh, got purchased by, yeah. or they've been purchased by a 
Danish movie studio Nordisk Film. Uh, apparently yeah, this the, is this is weird. <laughs> it's apparently it's the world's oldest still active film production firm. Uh, and they've paid out a hundred and three million dollars to control three of Avalanche's offices. But they are not going to meddle with the game studios, what they're actually making or anything. They just want to control the corporate end, I guess. Well, but. like Avalanche doesn't own Just Cause. <laughs> like, right, yeah, Square Enix is. So they're getting like Avalanche made something else, uh, like some Hunter game or something. They have a Hunter. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Like everything else they do is kind of, you know, for other companies. So this is this is weird. Of course they're also the ones that developed uh, Disney Infinity. No, that was a different Avalanche. Oh, that's a different Avalanche. Okay. Yeah, there's two, two di- goddamn studios named Avalanche. One's in Utah. That that's like the Infinity one in, in Avalanche. Yeah. This one's in Sweden. Oh, you'd think naming rights would at some point <laughs> Yeah. Be an issue. Because uh, I think they, I think the uh Disney one came like way later too. That's weird on Disney's part because usually they're all about owning everything. Does Matt, Mad Max is owned by somebody too, right? They don't. Oh own yeah, that. WB owns it. Okay. I mean. So and they're the ones that are going to be doing Rage Two. So that's uh, why we're talking about this period. But I guess the uh, American Avalanche came earlier first, but you know, still just you have two companies named the same thing who. Make you know, make games. Eh, I guess they probably thought, oh, we're in Europe, nobody will notice. Yeah. <laughs> but Avalanche is making like the Rage 2, for example. So it's like, all right, sure. Well, that's that's good for Avalanche that they're still going on. And they got a corporate infusion there. Let's see if that means that they'll make more games on their own. But right now they're doing something for Red Software. Yeah. Uh, the two of the biggest announcements here from this whole weekend, one of them made people, well, two of them, because depending on where they go with one of these, it could make it even a bigger departure than nobody was. So Fallout 76 got announced by Bethesda. They had a big old teaser. They had their, a little figure of the vault boy standing in front of the, the screen for like hours. And I think it got up to like 140,000 people were watching it. And so 76 is not Fallout 5. It's not the next iteration of Fallout. It is an online survival RPG that's sort of inspired by DayZ and Rust. Uh, but it has Fallout things in it, like the building stuff that you didn't care about is in this one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot of people thought that maybe Fallout 3 was getting remastered or that New Vegas was getting a spinoff or whatever, but it was neither one of these. You as a Fallout fan, what do you think? I mean, I may give it a shot. It depends if there's any single-player content or, like, you know, solo content. Or if it's just going to be, like, Metal Gear Rising. Or Metal Gear Survive, I should say. Sorry. Uh, I mean, if it's, like, that level of survival, no thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, do you feel like this is coming into sort of a backlash of, like, a lot of people were kind of not feeling for. Yeah, like it didn't. 
I didn't feel like I didn't like the, the building stuff, but I I just didn't like the. I mean, it can be ignored. I didn't like the story in for it all. Yeah. Like, that was my problem with it. Like honestly, like the gameplay is fine, and it has some good improvements over Fallout Three. Honestly, but yeah, it, it felt like someone else wrote was writing Fallout Four from Fallout Three and didn't have a clue. Yeah, I think that's what that's what I was getting at. Sort of is that. You weren't the only one. There was a lot of people disappointed by Fallout 4. They felt oh, yeah. like it dragged. And a lot of, there was a lot of people that did not finish the game because of that, too. So I, I didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that might be Bethesda saying, okay, well, let's go in this different direction and see if we can get people playing this. And hopefully, I guess, for hardcore Fallout fans, that doesn't mean that you're not getting a Fallout 5 at some point, but... Maybe there can be just be two versions of Fallout, like I mean, uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, well, as what I was going to mention is they got Elder Scrolls Online to work reasonably well, but I mean, who knows when, the, when there's going to be another single player Elder Scrolls game out there? Like, <laughs> yeah, every year this is the the oh, but this is having a conference. That means they're announcing Elder Scrolls Six. Nope. Yeah. I think that would be one of the biggest surprises of the entire E3 if that does get announced with this being announced too, but I'm not holding my breath. Right. Well, Bethesda is a pretty big company, but still, like, they're not that big. Isn't it the same team, though, that works on Fallout as works on Elder Scrolls? Like, they can only work on one at a time? Or is it Dishonored that they work on? They they use something else. The guy does two of them. Well, Dishonored is Arcane Studios, or at least it was. Okay. So, like, the, like they're the Prey team also. Right. So, I mean, they may have, they may call in more people or, do, you know, do something. Well, even perhaps something that you may not be too keen on, because there was parts of Assassin's Creed Origins that you weren't too happy about. The new Assassin's Creed has been leaked, uh, making it seem like there's not going to be this big break in the Assassin's Creed franchise like we thought there would be. It's called Odyssey. It's taking place in ancient Greece. And Odyssey is sort of a sequel to Origins, but it's not going to have the same characters. And there's going to be dialogue options. In yeah. this game. And you can play as either a male or female. Uh... I had... I had... Well... I had problems with uh, Origins gameplay, like a little of it, but... I I didn't like the story of it, mainly. <laughs> and my, my real concern, though, is... This sounds exactly what they, how they fucked up Far Cry 5. By, like, not giving you a character. Like, just having you play as, like, some random person. So, unless the story is, you know, you can swap out a male and female, which is... They could do it. I don't think it'd be that hard. They just have to have, like, the effort to do it. It seems that they're going further and further more towards Witcher. It's like, let's add things from Witcher. Then, okay, now we're going to add the dialogue options. And now... I, I mean, well, that's a nice game to emulate, but Geralt still had his story that you cared about. 
Well, it's like Witcher and Destiny, because like the UI is from Destiny, like the level system mm-hmm. is kind of from Destiny, even the gear system. But the thing about The Witcher Three, like The Witcher, is you had a character. Like you, right. you didn't play as other people primarily in The Witcher. I mean, you did The Witcher Three a little, but it's story based. You said you liked Bayek for the most part, right? Uh I liked his character. His character was fine. His motivation was bad, <laughs> and the way he kind of he kind of got jerked around is kind of bad. Because yeah, he. he He'd kill everyone in the met and like you know the journal or whatever, and then his wife would be like, "I'll kill these guys instead." And the like the bad guys were all like like literally had masks on, see so they have no personalities whatsoever or you know no identity, and like the only text you get like the only flavor text you get is like uh, three lines of se- uh, three sentences in the map, and that's it. I said, "This is bad." You guys used to make good villains. Like, what happened? I mean, this doesn't like, give me uh, good thoughts of... I mean, there's people that love the Origins, so... Uh, yeah, I follow this girl on Twitter, and she's, like, the most hardcore Assassin's Creed fan ever. So when she saw this, you know, announcement, she was, like, crying with, you know, delight or, you know, joy, and I'm just like you play Origins much? Like, <laughs> Well, there, there's people that really liked Origins, there's people that didn't. Uh, yeah. It seemed like very, more divisive than, you know, at least since 3. And, uh, you know, the thing is, sometimes when you add dialogue options, it can really just make it feel like you're, like the Telltale thing, where you're doing options just to do them, and you're not really yeah. actually getting any kind of choice at all. Right. I'm not expecting Mass Effect level dialogue options here so you know i don't know it it may not wind up great given what happened to andromeda that might not be a bad thing (laughs) maybe not but i mean like can you really think of just a lot of games that you're controlling a creative character and it really makes you feel for that creative character because i can't no i can i can think of like no games that do that really except for like fallout maybe yeah, Mass Effect. No. Well, you control uh, like your own. You're right. You choose you're right. the own version of Shepard. I was thinking of yeah. I was just the default, but you can do that. But the reason you care about Mass Effect is they had like they had a lot of good characters surrounding that character, right? You know, so that helps. <laughs> We'll have to see. Obviously, they'll release more information, but that kind of makes sense why Ubisoft has delayed some of the other games if they're coming in with a huge game uh, like Assassin's Creed first. So, yeah, we're definitely not going to pay much attention to Skull and Bones if we're going to release Assassin's Creed instead. (laughs) So, Well, some people really like the naval combat stuff, so they're looking forward to that game. Well, you can wait till 2019 then. Especially since uh, Sea of Thieves isn't exactly blowing up the spot. <laughs> no, it's not. But Sea of Thieves isn't really doing anything that you weren't expecting it to. It's a game that if you don't play with friends, and even then it's hollow. So yeah. It seemed to be like the game that you play when you're drunk. And well, that's a, You have to be drunk to buy an Xbox, 3, Xbox One, so that, that works. <laughs> <laughs> 
very true. Yeah, State of Decay isn't looking uh, that great either when it looks at things. Uh, but hey, that's the way it's been for Microsoft lately. You're talking more about their backwards compatibility stuff than you are the games that are actually coming out, which is... I don't know if that's sad or just the case for Microsoft Yeah. Uh, at this point. So, alright, I know we're going to get into the part where Mark just says, I don't care. <laughs> but, uh... <Yep. laughs> So, Pokemon got three games announced at once. Uh, not the, the Switch one still doesn't have a name. The official Pokemon game for the Switch still doesn't have a name, but they have acknowledged that there is a separate game that's coming that's going to be more like the games you're used to playing on the portable systems. That's coming next year. But to tide you over... They announced uh, Pokemon Quest, which came out the day of the announcement, which is almost sort of like a Minecrafty version of Pokemon. The characters look like they could be in Minecraft, and it's sort of a world builder thing. Yeah. Uh, do not care one iota about it, but there's probably people that, that enjoy it. Um, the one that I sort of care about... Not necessarily because I'm just so apt to want to go play Pokemon Go again. Uh, it's more because of the features that they added that I think will make this a cool experience for people that haven't played Pokemon ever. So like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee are official. It's pretty much what we said it was going to be the last time we talked about this. But there's some uh, different decisions made. Uh, notably, there is no random battles with Pokemon. So all you're doing is going around. Now there is battles with trainers so that you can get used to how the combat is. Uh, and you can actually play. The The thing I think that's most interesting here is that they added co-op. So all you have to do is have another person shake the other Joy-Con. Because you can easily play this game with one Joy-Con. And which I think is great for like my daughter loves Pikachu. She loves the Pokemon like characters it's difficult for me to try to explain to her how to play this this game so i think this is a great way to play this on your big screen and play with your kids or play with somebody that used to be a pokemon fan but doesn't play anymore and kind of remembers the first 151 or whatever and maybe they play pokemon go and they stop playing i think that's a great thing for all of this here it's Sort of taking Pokemon Yellow, stripping the random battles from it. There's probably not any gym battles either. Uh, but you can play against other... You can battle against other players, but you have to have online for that. So just be aware. You have to pay the $20 a year for that one. Uh, they also introduced a Pokeball that you can also use to throw. Thank God it has a wrist strap because I can already see people throwing it into their TVs. Yeah, that's what I joke with you about. Yeah. Uh, is uh, Well, Randy was talking to me about it, too, because, you know, he has a son, I think, that's, like, 11. And he's like, oh, God, I had to show him this because you know he's going to find out. And, the you know, the kid saw uh, the, the Pokeball thing, and he's like, oh, I got to have it, Dad. And he's researching it, and I was like, oh, this has a wrist strap. He's like, oh, thank God, my TV is safe. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. I still don't know the price on that thing, 
but I'd imagine it's going to be like around $20, $25, maybe 30. I think it's like um, 50. Good God. 50 is ridiculous. I am not paying 50 <clears throat> for that. Well, it has a rechargeable battery, you know, I mean, and and... that'll cost a little bit. Yeah. But playing almost the same price as the damn game, I'd imagine it'll come bundled for like 80 or 90. Yeah. Still, that's a a steep price. Uh, but yeah, I mean, real... yeah, I'm checking. Go on, go on. If you liked Pokemon Go, basically you're gonna go around and you get to throw the Joy-Con, throw the ball out there. If you play with two people, you throw each can throw a ball and it turns into one ball. So that's neat. It doesn't change the game at all. Uh, your partner doesn't control, so it doesn't become like a two on one battle. But the other person can sort of control that Pokemon as well and, like, learn the mechanics of the fighting system and everything. Uh, And it basically strips all the meta stuff that everybody likes, all the hardcore fans. Uh, So, you know, there's no IV and EV and breeding and and all that stuff. That's all taken out. Uh, There's no word on if Pokemon Bank is going to be usable for this or not. Uh, But... Yeah, I mean, at least the Pokemon Ride stuff is there, uh, which is a nice little feature that they've added from uh, Gold, you know, Sun and Moon. There's there's a lot to like, but I can see I can see why the you know hardcore fans are upset. And if you don't have kids or you don't have friends to play this with, it's probably not something that they want to totally go out there and do. But you get to do. A lot of the things that Pokemon is famous for without having the meta, oh, running into a bunch of random battles and getting annoyed. So, that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. I know you probably are like, nope, not getting it, but... Eh, I mean, I'm waiting for the coffee edition instead. Uh... You can have any random Pokemon follow you, so you could get a coughing and he could be your, you know, main or something. Uh, yeah, it's like that ball is apparently, like at least in Japan, it's going to be 50 bucks. So you have to imagine in America around, around that price too. And it has lights and sounds, so. Yeah, and it moves yeah. uh, when... I think the it has all the same things as, like, the HD Rumble. So, like, it moves when a Pokemon gets caught. And I think yeah. even if you carry it around with you, it moves and stuff. So, I mean, that's neat. I mean, I see people just buying that just to have it. Not, not, not even care about the game. Oh, I yeah, definitely. I could see hardcore Pokemon fans having it. I could see people wanting to buy it for their kids. Like, I'm... I'm sure if Anaya sees it, she's going to want it. I'm going to be sitting there going, oh, no, wallet. <laughs> but and then, yeah. Well, and then, like, painting it. Like, aren't there different Pokeballs, like, later on? Yes, there are. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out with, like, a Great Ball, Ultra Ball version, whatever. It depends on how many people buy these, right? Because it's like the Joy-Cons. They come out with different versions of them because people want those different versions. If people buy the pokeballs i'm sure they will come out with the various versions of them yeah or whatnot or just taking it apart and like painting it to be like the water ball or whatever yeah that's true too they could do that that's people love 
uh, doing that thing. You can pre-order it right now. It comes out November 16th. So, fall there for those... Around the same time all the Pokemon games ever come out is around that week in November. So, uh, they continue to to hit that up. And, well, we'll have to see how reviews go and everything for it. But it seems like they gave you the best of everything you could without without while also giving you reasons to to want to wait for the the big Pokemon game in 2019 which I'd imagine yeah. maybe that means E3 we get a little bit more about that 2019 one I imagine like a trailer at least yeah uh, same thing for like uh, Metroid Prime 4 probably trailer uh Hey, we had Sonic Racing be free for Xbox this month. Well, there's now a new Sonic Racing that's coming thanks to Walmart and Canada leak. Uh, Canada's Walmart Canada has done this already with Rage 2. So Team Sonic Racing for the Switch got announced, and then they also announced that it's coming for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That doesn't surprise anything. Sega is all about making sure they make that money right now. So I, I think that's a bad name for that game. Why? I think it should be like Team Sonic Racing. It is Team or Sonic. What it, I mean, Sonic Team Racing. That's it. Sorry. I agree. Especially because it's usually everything's, you know, called Sonic Team. Or the team that works on it, right? It's called Sonic Team. Yeah. Uh, eh. I like that game enough. Okay. It wasn't, you know. I mean, it's a decent alternative to Mario Kart, but also right. they don't cr- they don't crank those out every year or anything. So I mean, it's fine because that transformed game was like that was at least four years ago, maybe five. Right. Yeah, it's been long enough where I think people might like it, and coming out on Switch, I think, is going to be the the big helper there because it's been long. By the time it comes out, it's been long enough for Mario Kart Eight to. I'm sure people are still playing the crap out of Mario Kart 8, but it gives you another uh, option there. I like to get Mario Kart 8, but it's just like I, I can't justify buying a sixty dollars, you know, Wii U port. It's still really, really good though. <laughs> like if it hit forty, I'd get it, but it's like the maybe one Mario game Black Friday sale, maybe. Well, that's like the one Switch game I don't see on sale at all. Like, I see, you know, Odyssey on sale or Zelda on sale, you know, off and on. But not that game. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird that you pick the port not to have it go on sale. but Like, they have Mario Kingdom Battle. That's on sale for, like, 30 bucks right now. If Mario Kart was that price, I'd get it in a second. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because they know people are still buying Mario Kart whenever they buy a Switch. So Yeah. They keep uh, they keep that price high out there, so you'll still want to buy it. Yeah. Uh, we do have one delay to talk about, and it makes a lot of sense why we have heard nothing about this since it got announced, pretty much. Wolf Among Us 2 has been delayed. Which, yep. <laughs> uh, that was the one Telltale I've been waiting for to see if they can finally go back to what we love about them and... Well, gonna have to keep waiting. Yeah. So, 
Sadly, but there's more stuff that got announced. October 16th, you'll get LEGO DC Super Villains for all the systems, or at least the main ones. Uh, you can uh, play as Joker, Harley Quinn, Deathstroke, and quite a few others. Yeah, I mean, cool. I know you're sort of a fan of the LEGO games, so... I mean, I used to be, but they... Well, they just don't improve that series enough. Like, I, I want online multiplayer, and they just don't do it. But I also, understand it's a kid's game, but it's so weird that you don't add that in. I mean, yeah, it is a kid's game, but also, like, parents can go away, you know, for vacation, you know, for work or something, or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's why Minecraft is so popular. Yeah, I mean, I just don't enable chat or whatever. Yeah. Or make it to where you can turn the chat off. Or whatnot. And it, I think at least one of those games had online multiplayer at one point. I think it was like Lego Batman 2. It'd be the first one. And that maybe was maybe it. they had a bad experience with it or something. And uh, also, that, like, that franchise is weird. Or it's interesting because like the, how, how often they switch between uh, Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Like, they, that's a DC. Like, Warner Brothers owns that company. Like, so, or Traveler's Tales. Hey, but if you can get the license, why not, right? I just, I I get you, but I think that they're smart in that they switch between the two so that both of them are still being talked about. And heck, people like the, what is it, the Lego Batman is, I think, that's getting a movie, right? But, no, that had a movie. <laughs> well, it had the movie, well. I'm saying is like they they are still their Lego stuff sometimes gets bigger publicity and and is well liked more than their normal DC stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think it says something about people in charge of making the DC movies. But you know, we can that's another uh, conversation for another day. Uh, at this point, yeah. The, uh, what else is uh, Mega Man 11 also had its release date announced. It's October 2nd coming to all the big systems. Uh, basically, this is, you know, back to the old school Mega Man 2.5 D visuals and all that. Um, I know you're a big, huge Mega Man fan, so you got to be excited. Not really. It, it really looks like Mighty Number no. 9 to me. <laughs> Uh oh. Except without all the uh, dashing crap that game had. But I, I have a friend uh, who's a. I mean, he's a more strident Mega Man fan than I am. Like he has like specific games he likes, and he was like, "Yeah, this game looks bad," <laughs> or like not. He called like Mighty uh, Number Nine Two. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I mean I'll. If I get it for review, I'll give it a shot. But I'm probably more interested in that Mega Man X collection coming out, I think, this month. Well, yeah, at least you do have that. They've released all the collections, so you can play those if you don't like the new game. But I'm sure there, yeah. are, there are many. I already have a friend at work that has pre-ordered Mega Man 11 with the extra stuff included at GameStop. Yeah. So. There are people excited about this, but yeah, like you said, just 
it may be a wait and see thing. Perhaps they improve it, but so it's not like I mean, ten and nine were kind of reviewed reviewed okay, but they didn't like you know. It was the same stuff. Like at least this game, I'll give credit to this game. At least it's trying something new. Yeah, that's the important thing. Is at least they're they're trying because Capcom loves to go back and as you know all these collections. At least they're trying something. It may not work, but give them that. Uh, at least. Yeah. Then we get some. I didn't mean to do this. I guess I I did this uh. Because it's a little bit older, but it's also sort of the more sadder news. Uh, it's happened since the last time we did a show. Uh, Wargaming, the publisher for World of Tanks and also originally Gas Powered Games, they uh, were responsible for Judges Siege 1 and 2, which were games people uh, liked. Supreme Commander 1 and 2 and Demigod as well. Uh, they are going to just assist employees at Redman Studio, but they're going to have to shut down. Uh, or not shut down, but they're they're shut down their Seattle office and laying off 150 people. So I always hate hearing about this. Companies having to lay off people and shutting down offices usually doesn't bode well for things going forward. Also, it's like, isn't World of Tanks doing well? Or yeah, that's what I always thought. They're like on all the systems. People, they still come out with uh, updates for it. Weird. Maybe it's not doing as well as it used to. Yeah, I have to imagine like Fortnite if I took a big bite out of it, or you know something else did. Yeah, between Fortnite and PUBG, they've kind of taken a huge bite out of all the. You know that 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 kind of multiplayer thing. So. Yeah. And doesn't have the Fortnite's free. Yeah. Uh, also, sadly, Total Biscuit passes away. He uh, was diagnosed with bowel cancer in 2014. He thought it went into remission, but it returned last year, spread to his liver and spine, and he had actually retired from. Games criticism was still doing streaming and he's still making videos, hoping his wife would continue the channel. He was only 33, which is really sad because he's only two years older than than I am. Uh, I mean, this is about a couple of weeks ago, but still uh, condolences to his family and everything. Just ugh, sad. Yeah. There's some jackass EA employee who was, who was like glad that he died. And he got he got shit on. Like I was really? kind of outraged by that. Yeah, because he was like, oh, he criticized my. He basically he criticized my game, so I'm glad he's dead. Oh, what was an like, asshole! And the guy the guy's games were Battlefront Two and Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm like, well, okay, yeah, you, know, I you deserve that on. shit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Like, you deserved all the criticism you got for those games. Absolute yeah. BS. Like, ugh. Come on. Some people just don't want to understand when you just deserve the crap you're getting. Like, yeah. And, and to, like, just talk. I mean, he did something that a lot of other people were doing. He's not the only guy doing it. You're going to 
bash a guy that died from cancer. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, also, Valve is no stranger to controversy. Uh, they had the thing with the anime games that apparently had pornographic content, which were taken down and then left there by Valve. This time, though, they listened to the news and everybody else when School Shooter Simulator or a school shooter simulator called Active Shooter was put on Steam. It was really just a distasteful game, because all things considered. And this led to them finding out that this developer had already been removed from Steam before, Re- revived games, uh, also the publisher's Acid. Yeah, so I think that that's pretty much... Uh, they tried to be kind of elusive about this but when you release a game like this considering all the stuff that keeps happening in the United States with school shootings you're an absolutely just despicable person it's like it's there wasn't even a point to this game you're showing people how to be an active shooter I mean come on I I think the Everplay uh, came out like a decade ago, I think, if not more. It's called JFK Reloaded. No. It was a JFK shooter simulator. Oh, God. Uh, well, it you say that, but it tried to, like, base it some, in a historical context. Like, could you, you know, fire off the three shots, you know, in 1.4 seconds or whatever, and it, and it scored you based on, like, how... It, how accurate you were. And I, I see it like, I see it like the same way as like this thing. It's like, this is, this is weird. This is bad. I think the JFK thing though, because it tries to do it historically and also cause it's been like a long, long freaking time. I mean, uh, I, I, I actually played that thing. I, I played it just to kind of have fun with it and just we're like shooting everyone. Right. <laughs> or, the, the the animation is just kind of really wonky. So like, you see like a, like a FBI or not an FBI a Secret Service guy like jump on the car in like this really awkward position. Yeah. So I mean, I'd play that, but yeah, like a school shooting simulator is like that's a line. Yeah. Especially like, a bad line. Like it's a ridiculous line that shouldn't be crossing. You know, I don't think at any point, even if. We went 20 years without school shootings. It's just not not okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that is... Oh, such, you don't want video games being blamed for that kind of thing. And having a video game that enables that directly, not what you need at all. Thankfully, yeah. people use their voice and put a stop to it. Uh, also, in weird news, Atari VCS is now taking pre-orders. I guess why not? They've gone this far with it. Uh, so the base system with no controller is $249. Uh, you can get, if you pre-order early, you can get as low as $200. Uh, there are also bundles that have a joystick or a gamepad. And those will cost you $30 or $50 more respectively. 
There's also a collector's edition that features the like that front panel that looks like the old Atari 2600 and all that, which is kind of cool. But it's just like, again, the, this is this is like another Ouya or whatever. We're trying to do something that's already out there, but mold it with an Atari look and get people to buy it. It's like, okay. I mean, it has better specs than the Ouya, obviously, but yeah, like who cares? I just don't know anybody that's going. Oh yeah, I want this right now. Like, anytime well, I hear for, somebody like, talking about it, they're making fun of it. I think it's either for hipsters or for uh, like super retro fans, like guys older than us. Let's say. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know about you. I've never even played an Atari. I played an Atari at my grandparents' house in Arkansas, like, one of the times I was there. The next time I went, I had my own systems, and my grandma had done something with the Atari, so I never played it again. Um, Like, that's the thing. I think I I bought an Atari in college, like a 2600, and it came with, like, 12 games or whatever, Right. and I got it home, and it had a fucking, like, uh, cable on it. And I had no idea how to hook it up to my TV. <laughs> I'm like, so where is the RF adapter? And I had, I think I had to buy another part, like this screw-in part. And I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to sold it afterward. And I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame you uh, on that one at all. And also, in even more old console news... Uh, now, Tommy Talarco from the, oh, God, These this was on the original G4, right? Their shows yeah, that they uh, had? Well, reviews, uh, Judgment Day, that's what yeah, I'm thinking Judgment of. Yeah, Judgment Day. But he was also part of Electronic Play, uh, I think Electronic Playground. Yeah, he was part of Electronic Program for a while. That's actually still going, I think, like in Canada or something. Oh, I don't uh, know if it's still on TV, Uh they had it on Hulu for a while. I don't know if it's still on now, but what? Yeah, it's not. It's not on TV, but it's, I think it's just on like YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I give it up to that show. Like I, uh, well, I like I like Judgment Day a lot. Right. Uh, like those guys. I think Victor Lucas is a decent guy, and he's been doing this for like you know twenty years. Right. Uh, their personalities and their, like the humor of that show is a little not great yeah it was just forced at times it felt like but like at least they were like they had they were decent enough or you know they could tell their thoughts on the game pretty well and like right. even, even aside from that tommy tellerick has been around for years like he's like mm-hmm. he does game he does that uh music game thing and oh that's right yeah yeah like he's a game uh he i don't think he is anymore but he's a uh game composer he did the music for like Earthworm Jim and shit. Oh, nice! It's like yes. he's been around. So he has acquired the rights to the Intellivision from Mattel. He's made up a new company, Intellivision Entertainment, and he's picked uh, some some folks from the that made the original console, and now he's going to. I guess uh, release it in television. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, all right. 
get do you know who uh Tommy Tellerico's cousin is? No. Steven Tyler. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh, Steven Tyler to be in the commercials. Yeah. You like if you're if you're old like me and you remember the ColecoVision, here you go. Or not Coleco and television, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, make sure you go watch my old American Idol. Or something. <laughs> yeah, like, I uh, I, it's the same thing with the Atari box. You know, like who is nobody asked a, for this? Like, yeah. I mean, if he wants to put out like an Intellivision, uh, like retro console, like you know, a flashback thing, which I'm, I think there already is at least one or two of them out there. Right. You know, fine. Go for it. Make it, you know, make sure it's good. But to make a whole the... company for the Intellivision? I mean, really? It's It'll be better than the uh, Commodore one that they just released. That's yeah. a hunk of shit. Oh, God, but that's terrible. Aside from that, like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, he says it was my favorite system because the games were cutting edge. Yeah, in 1974 or 1980, you know, 1979 or whatever. Like, yeah. That shit doesn't play anymore, dude. And this is while the arcades were going on. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, people are not asking for... I mean, the NES is one thing. But, yeah, that's because there's people that are still around that really remember that. And they well, had great games to stand the test of time. Does anybody remember an Intellivision game? I think it's the same problem. Well, it's... Older than us, like I never even played in television. I imagine you haven't either. No. Uh and I could name ten. I can name thirty SNES games that are great. I can, I can barely name one in television game. Like I assume Pong was on it. Right. Pac Man. Yeah. And that's about you know that's my in television knowledge. <laughs> and you can play those games today on your console of choice without having to get it in television. I yeah. Mean, I just. Sometimes I wonder. I mean, maybe yeah. he just wants to make the company with the name, and he's going to do something else. I don't know, but it's a uh, it's one of those systems that, with an awesome number pad for a, like a control input right. device, so you know it's good. Like that and the Jaguar. Oh boy! Which I had one as a kid. All right, so we're going to get into some entertainment news. There's not a lot of it. Um, there's uh, some <laughs> thankfully because there's, there's a lot of gaming news this week uh, so Hasbro has announced their plans to make more Power Rangers movies um, so they feel that the brand is under value which is why they bought it and they want to make new films uh, toys games all that so there's going to be more Power Rangers games as well The the most recent like uh, Bandai Namco one was not too bad. Uh, so you mean, you mean the uh, movie or not the movie? The game we have a review of it. It's I think it's like an indie game almost, but it was made by Band Bandai Namco published it. But it uh, there's some uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's like Power Rangers crossing over with like Transformers or something. Yeah, or it's that. like some weird. It's like some weird mobile game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've seen it several times on commercial. It's uh, no Power Rangers and Street Fighter. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and yeah. They, they had like an update for it or something. Which, uh, we... if they made a full game out of that, I'd be into that. Like, sure. Yeah, do it. Why not? You're not going to get Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's, might want to have to start thinking uh, Capcom versus something. Hasbro or whatever. It, you know, you can put Transformers and Power Rangers and, and whatever else. They have G.I. Joe. So, do it. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so, basically, they just bought the brand so they can plug and play whatever they want into it. Uh, they don't discuss directly about whether or not they're going to follow the new movies or they're just going to reboot it again. But hey, I mean, if you like Power Rangers, I guess know that they're definitely set on continuing to do stuff with it. So there's that. I like the new movie. Okay. I I liked parts of the new movie. I I don't think it was a cohesive experience. And no, it, it felt, it felt really lacking in like Power Rangers shit. <laughs> it really felt like a setup to another movie that they planned to do, but it didn't sell well, so you didn't get that movie. Yeah, but it's like, well, the reason it didn't sell well is because it didn't have enough cool shit in it. <laughs> so it's like, well, kind of a catch twenty two here. But I, I think like. Most of the like, I thought like Kimberly was good. Jason was fine. Billy was good. The other two were like non characters essentially. Uh, yeah. And I thought like, I actually thought Elizabeth Banks was great. Oh, she was awesome as uh, Rita. Uh, Rita. So, so like, if they did another one, it'd be nice. Like that's the thing is, if they do another one, will they get those actors back? Like, that's mean, the question. Doing anything else? <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, well, Kimberly, the I forget her name. She's in Aladdin right now, or she's filming that. Oh, okay. And then, I mean, Elizabeth Banks is obviously big, and so it's Brian yeah. Cranston. Yeah, I wonder if Brian Cranston would do that again. I he's... assume he would, because I mean, he's probably just in front of a blue screen or something. So who cares for him? Yeah, I'm sure Elizabeth Banks enjoyed doing it. Or has she said if she did? Or uh, I think she. Well, I think she signed up for, like, three movies, so... Oh, okay. But you have to wonder, like, if those contracts are still valid, or, you know... If right. there was, like, a... If there was, like, a light... You know, a, uh... Option, like, an expiration date. Like, if oh, if this movie's not in production by, you know, May 2018, then the contract is over, or something like that. Ah. But, uh... Yeah, if they made another movie, it'd be fine. But I want there to be more, kind of... Power Ranger shit in it, not them kind of fucking around and like not being able to morph for you know a half hour, forty five minutes. <laughs> I agree with you on there. That definitely needs to have a like. I went to a, I saw a toy, a Toys R Us recently. They had like the Power Rangers movie morphers, mm-hmm. and I was like, they barely showed these in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, why? Why, why did they make a toy out of this? Because they can, I guess. <laughs> Some of the things people make toys of is, uh, surprise me uh, to this day. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that also apparently because uh, Pokemon is not owned by Nintendo. Oh, I think I talked about this last time. The Pokemon is not owned by Nintendo exclusively. There could be uh, Pokemon Pops out there. So if you are a fan of that like me, 
get ready for your wallet to be just absolutely empty. Oh, <laughs> so, oh 151 Pokemon. <laughs> Original no, Pokemon. Thank God Funko's actually smart about that. They don't release more than six at a time because they know people can't collect that many at once. But I'm sure there will be waves and waves and waves if that does happen. So, And why not? Those things make money. So if you're a Pokemon company, why not jump on that? Uh, so I, have, I, I do have a Funko Pop question for you. Yes. You know the numbers on them? Yeah. Does that actually matter? Or is that, is that like no, the... No, no, that's the number that they are in the line of whatever so that... they are. But that's not like a sequential number. Not for every figure of, say, Ron Swanson. They are a sequential number to the characters in the line. So, okay. like, if you get all of the um, Parks and Rec pops, yeah. you'll see that they all have numbers and they'll probably all go in sequence. But there'll yeah. be another line of something else, whether it's like po- uh, pop, it's probably pop television, is what that is. So, yeah, like, all the pop television ones, like Doctor Who is also in pop television, so. That all has numbers, but they're all mixed depending on okay. when they came out. Yeah, so. I was curious. I was always curious about that. Like, why is there a number, and is this like the release? You know, how does this work? <laughs> yeah, like the DBZ pops. So, like, I had them all sitting there, and they all have uh, different numbers because depending on the wave that they came out in. Like, because uh, D- when they first made the animation ones, which also includes cartoons, not just anime. They were one of some of the first ones, so like Goku and Vegeta are like nine and ten, but then you go way down the line, and like uh, Gohan and the other ones are like a hundred and something. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's what that is. Uh so James Marsden, who is in Westworld that you may or may not be watching right now, I just cut up am, on yeah. the episode right. that just happened. Yeah, last night. Yeah. God. We need, to talk about, we need to talk about that off air. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so, of course, he's also an X-Men, a Cyclops, and uh, various many other things. He is going to star as Sonic in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So, uh, you know, I like James Marsden enough. I don't just go, oh, my God, this guy has the greatest voice ever. But uh, I think he could do Sonic well enough. So... Yo, what yeah. happened to Jaleel White, man? Come on. Yeah. He's still alive. <laughs> they need a big-name actor to get people to... Yeah, I, I hate voice acting like that. Yeah. I mean, also, James Marsden's not that big of an actor. No offense to him, but... He's been smart in picking his roles recently and getting involved in big projects, so... Like, if that's the case, you're going to have, like, Brad Pitt be, James, you know, Sonic, or have Tom Cruise be him, which would be hysterical. Oh, God, could you imagine? It's so nuts to go, oh my god, Tom Cruise is voicing him right now. No, Tom Cruise will be be, uh, Tails. Yeah, exactly. You have Tom Cruise v. Tails and Brad Pitt v. Sonic, oh god. All the money would just go to them and they'd they'd lose so much money. It's an interview with the vampire sequel you've been waiting for with Sonic and Tails. (laughs) That's what we wanted. Uh, speaking of big name actors, Jamie Fox is going to play Spawn. Apparently, though, you won't see a lot of Spawn in that movie, according to reports from production. But McFarlane 
is going to write and direct the movie, so that's a plus. Usually when he no, directs things, he knows what he wants to do with them. Isn't it his first movie, though? <laughs> or, you know, his first directing thing? I guess, but it's his... He created it, so... Who would know better? Like, my issue... Well, I have two things. Like, first of all, it's funny that, like, Jimmy Foxx is Spawn, because it's like him and Michael Jai White are, like, the same age. Like, Jimmy Foxx is actually older than him. Oh, like... By a month, yeah. Like, they're both 50. So it's like... And who, like, let's be honest, who would be the cheaper actor to get? Jamie Foxx or Michael Jai White? <laughs> but who will get you to watch Spawn, even if you don't really care that much about the character? Yeah. But also, I, I think he's talked off and on about how this is going to be a horror film. And it's like, that's... It makes sense of Spawn. I guess, but... Like, that's why you're not going to see Spawn a lot in this, you know, in this movie. Also, I mean, most of the money is probably going to Jamie Foxx, so. Yeah. He's just there, so. If it's good, I'm down with that. Horror movies are kind of back in, so. Yo, well, have John Leguizamo back in it. (laughs) That's all. That's what (laughs) Uh, I care about. Probably not. I'm still waiting for that X-Men horror movie. Is that ever coming out? Next next year, I think. Like they got, they got so delayed, delayed again, though. Like, well, I think like they got like they were talking about they're gonna add like a new character, and so they have to like reshoot like half the movie. Oh, that's wonderful. That, that, that trailer got me really excited. I love that trailer. But speaking of that, and I think you saw it, right? But is it weird how much Solo is bombing? No, it's not because. People don't want an origin story of every single uh, Star Wars character. The the Rogue One, I think, worked because you needed that tie-in from 3 to 4 if you're going to keep making movies. But I don't think you needed a solo movie. I liked the movie. I thought it was fine. Like I enjoyed it. It was funny. And uh, L3 is probably one of my favorite droids now. Uh, I thought Donald Glover hit it as Lando, and uh, I thought Amelia Clark was really good as Kira. They set it up to where, I don't know, I mean, I, they said they weren't trying to make a, tr- a, you know, three movies out of this, but they sure set it up like they were thinking of Navy doing something else. Um, I think Solo was the problem. I think the guy they picked as Solo was like, it's a cross between... Okay, he gets some of the Han Solo-isms, but then, I don't know, it just takes a while to kind of like him. And But... I yeah, the review, the review I watched, uh, they were they actually said like he, he was one of the better things in that movie, which is surprising. Weird. So how, how much Almost drama... everybody you know. else I've said is he's the one part of the movie that wasn't that great. Well, I'll show you the review. With they, it was a Red Letter Media review, and they basically said, I think it was, it might have been jay on it. it was basically like it's surprising how well he did but then they didn't like donald glover that much they're going the opposite of almost everybody else so yeah. it's weird it just um but in surprising news just because i, I guess not so because roseanne has no filter and 
she has no problem letting that out, but honestly, like you, this has got to be one of the stupidest things ever. Your show did better than almost every other freaking show last year. Shut your no, mouth. It did better than every other show. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Like, all you got to do is shut your mouth and keep getting the money. And forget. don't forget who your, who your uh, parent company is. It's freaking Disney. The family. The mouse ear. Like, you cannot go on a racist anti-semitic tweets and then i love the people that were like defending her yeah like, come on shut up like wanda sykes resigned from the show immediately I, it's just so if for some reason you're living under a rock and you don't know what happened so she apparently called one of the it's from something else right it wasn't the act like not from her show but it was um it was from, a aide from Obama, Valerie, starts with a J, I think, Johnson, maybe? Yeah. Called her an ape. Well, it was, uh, no, she called her a cross between uh, a Muslim and someone from Planet of the Apes. And this is not the first time she's called someone of African-American descent an ape. Yeah. Uh, so she obviously has racist uh, tendencies. Valerie Jarrett. Jarrett, that's it. Yeah. And she let it fly on social media. She got a lot of crap for it. She tried to apologize, and then she tried to blame Ambien. I love Ambien's attacked... response. Yeah, and then she attacked some of her, some of her cast members, which, which is, is a real part. classy move. Yeah, that really helps you at all. Um, I, Ambien was saying that uh, being racist is not one of the side effects of our drug. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, yeah, they, uh, and, you and of course, lot... yeah, oh, go on. no, it doesn't help either that, uh, I mean, not that any other person would have, but also the president of ABC entertainment is also black. So yeah. this did not sit well with him either. Um, the only good thing about this is that they have listened to the fans and listened to, I think the cast members. And there's a lot of talk now of a Darlene. Uh, starring show, yeah, spinoff spin show, or, yeah. Like that. That's what I was gonna ask. Is like you watched you watched Roseanne like when it came back, right? I watched some of the episodes. I watched like the first two or three. I, watched I haven't the first gone one. back to watch it, and I think Hulu took it off. I think too. So obviously, I watched the first one, and I couldn't even stomach that one because you know just because of her. There or was like, how, like way too much like way. I get it that the show was like this originally, and I liked the original Roseanne, but there was like way too much. Like they had her being hardcore Trump. The, the original then, show wasn't like that at all. Yeah. So that that's that was a, like that was the disconnect for me. Uh, that's why I turned it off. Because in the first episode, she's like rationing her medication. You know, they're rationing their medication. Yeah. And it's like, well, under Trump, you wouldn't have any medication. So, you know, figure that one out. <laughs> that made me laugh just from. Watching my grandparents do that, but but uh, I, like yeah. if they did a sequel, like, did a spinoff or something, go for it because I liked uh, I liked I, Emma Kenny a lot. Yeah, I liked she Darlene's like, character. I liked the yeah. kids. Um, it 
And I, I also didn't like the sister like being hardcore on the other side either. Like it was, that was just so annoying. Well, uh, uh, I mean, this is a small spoiler, but in the last episode of the new season, like Roseanne has to get an operation for like her knee, like her knee was going bad or something. Uh, so it'd be great if if they do make it, you know, the spinoff or something. If it opens on like Roseanne's funeral and she like, oh, she died on the operating table. I would not be surprised at all if they do that on purpose. <laughs> Just to... The the other good joke I saw was uh, it'll be great when Roseanne is back and Ted McGinley is Roseanne and they don't address it at all. <laughs> I'd watch that show. So is John Goodman getting get to be in this or just he's? I hope Hopefully. so. I like John Goodman. Like yeah. He looked kind of tired playing Dan again, but I still like him. I, like I, I really like John Goodman, so I hope that he gets to be in it. I he, he didn't really look like he wanted to be there that much, but I'm sure it was a paycheck. Yeah. I've, between that and Monsters, I'm sure he's not hurting right now. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. Like it'd be nice if, like you know, well Roseanne dies, and then Dar- you know focuses more on like Darlene raising her kids, and then. Dan is like the, you know, the grandfather, you know, stuff like that. Like Becky moves in or something. I wonder you what know, the co- conflict in the show is going to be. Cause Roseanne was pretty much, you know, the against everything. So, well, it'd be, it'd be centered around like, Be- I think like Becky and Darlene then. Yeah. Cause that was, that was kind of what the show was originally like, like, uh, Darlene was kind of like Roseanne and Becky was like Jackie. Ah, uh, well, you They'll know, figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, they got enough money. They, they like money, so. Well, I'm sure people will want to give it a chance because of all the controversy and wanting to see if they can get it to work without her. Did you see that uh, Charlie Sheen was like, oh, bring back two and a half men. It's like, no. No. No one's wanting that. No, Charlie Sheen, just stop. You just want to be back in the winning limelight again. No. Yeah. It's like uh, you and then the crazy kid and then John Cryer. <laughs> Did you see, uh, there was a, a joke from, uh, one of those, like, websites that just post joke stuff of, like, Fox picked up Roseanne because they didn't care about yeah. being racist. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like T- Tim Allen's character gets a new, uh, new neighbor on that Last Man Standing yeah. show with Roseanne. Oh, God. Uh, they like, did yeah, renew yeah. that again, which... I guess doesn't yeah, surprise you, me, but you have to wor- wonder if Fox is not worried about Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. But also, Fox wasn't going to do it because they're about to get owned by Disney. So, uh, yeah. in fact, I think they're supposed to vote on that next month, and they said that most of the people on the board are going to vote for Disney. So, Comcast is probably going to get screwed again, and they're trying so hard, but they need to just get over it and let it go. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, this week, because next week is E3 week, this week is sort of the week of big releases before E3 comes out, so you'll maybe play them while you're getting excited for what's coming next. Uh, Vampire from Don't Nod comes out tomorrow. Technically, I think it's also out today, depending on if you're... Well, it's out today if you review games. It's out tomorrow for everybody else. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle also comes out tomorrow. Shaq Fu Legend of Reborn... Which, the description for this is hilarious. They acknowledge that the first Shaq Fu sucked, 
So they're trying so hard in this game to give Shaq his, uh, you know, his whole aura back. That's what yeah. That's great. So, yeah. Blood Saint Curse of the Moon comes out for Xbox One on the yeah, 6th. It, it already came out for, like, PC and PS4 and everything else, yeah. uh, like, earlier. They had, like, some weird code problem or something. I think, That's a cool game. Yeah, I heard a lot of people like it. Didn't you didn't you back Bloodstained or no? I did not. Okay. Uh MotoGP comes out on the seventh. Uh Shape of the World, which is an indie game, PS4 and PC. Banner Saga two comes out for the Switch on the seventh, uh as well. And Sushi Striker the Way of the Shushido comes out on the eighth on Friday for uh Switch and three D S. There's a demo out there if you want to try it out and I have not played Mario Tennis Aces either I keep meaning to download both those demos and I forget uh, they just had the tournament this weekend and oh well I'm, I haven't turned my switch on in months I don't think <laughs> I'm same way here uh, so alright um, I think that's going to do it for us we will have some kind of E3 predictions show maybe Wednesday um, if you stay up, <laughs> if I if I stay up, yeah, yeah, you're not joking. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, if that happens, it will. I'll make sure we do it for sometimes before E3. Friday, because <laughs> uh, by Saturday it doesn't matter. So, well, I guess t- so technically Saturday would be fine too. But we'll be doing E3 stuff by then because that's the EA uh, play thing. But. Yeah, so just to give everybody a heads up on what's going on with that, we're going to be doing the the videos again, uh, live reaction videos uh, with at least four of us on the staff. And then we'll be doing podcasts after after each uh, press conference. So like we've done the last few years, you'll get, you'll get those. Um, we'll try to do more stuff on the site, but most of you probably they just listen to the podcast, don't care about that. But yeah, yeah. Um, so get ready for us to hit E3. Everybody's going to hit E3. We'll have our thoughts on all the all the press conferences and everything. There's so many this year. Uh, so, yeah, Sunday's going to be full. Monday's going to be full. Uh, thankfully, Saturday's only one. And then Tuesday, of course, is Nintendo. And then uh, it'll be the whole floor. Everybody will be talking about demos they played and everything else. So, all right, until we hit our E3 predictions. We'll see you later, everybody. Later.